This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Philly's Backstage. Tom Burgoyne along with my pal John Brazier. And, John, um, you know what's cool about this podcast is we get to see old friends. And an old friend just walked into our well, studio. And, and before we bring him on, let me just say, this is my 28th year with the Phillies. And uh, of all the players that have gone through, how many players have gone through in the 28 years I've been here? Many. And there's probably not one person that brings a smile to my face like our man right here, Wayne Gomes. Uh, because I don't know why, but he makes me laugh. <laughs> How you well, doing, Wayne? I'm glad I make you smile. <laughs> you do make me smile, right? You're so, you're so hard, it makes smile. Exactly. Well, you know, it you just, usually have a frown on your face when I see you. Wayne came into my office yesterday, and uh, you know, he asked, "What do I get for a parting gift for doing the podcast?" And <laughs> I said, "Well, it's funny because Jamie Fox has a sunglass company, and he was here, remember, two years ago, right? And yeah. I had a, a pair of sunglasses that on my head looks like a giant bug or an alien right because it's the lenses are huge but wayne but you're gonna give them to wayne i gave them to wayne and wayne liked them right yeah, like well, the answer is i get handed me that hand me that <laughs> yeah, hand but, me down. in a but, parking spot but you liked them you even told your wife that you have uh, jamie fox's glasses I now technically did. they're not yeah, jamie yeah. fox's glasses well, they, no. it makes so much of a better story exactly right see that's why i like wayne Right, he goes by the fact that, of that was pretty cool. Uh, when he meeting Jamie Fox, I bet. Yeah, I it bet. really was. I he bet. he couldn't have been. Yeah, right, he couldn't have been cooler too. So just good. really down to earth. That's good to know. That's and good I, to know. I got a chance to tell him too. I just took him aside. Said, Jamie, I Wayne's just got the best tell guy you. I know. Was that? Wayne's yeah, the Wayne's the best guy I know. Yeah. You got to know Wayne. <laughs> no, but you know what I told him? I said your portrayal of Ray Charles was like one of the greatest yeah. performances I've ever seen. I just thought he was spectacular. Well, he's a musician too. So yeah, yeah, he was very realistic. Did that role pretty easily. Yeah, right. It was awesome. So. Awesome. So how you doing, man? It's great I'm, to see you. I'm great, man. Great. Life is great. Yeah, life is great. Your son's working here, right? My son is interning here. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. And I'm extremely proud of him. Um, I watch him. And I just, uh, I'm, he's maturing, and he's, he's on track. He's doing well in school. He's just a good kid. He does, does things the right way, and I'm, and I'm happy for him. Yeah. yeah Are you going to keep him away from the fanatic and the director of Fun and Games if he wants to progress uh, through this organization? I am going to keep him close to the fanatic. If he has that much success, he's going to do all right. He's going to move right through the year. Well, it must be – it's kind of full circle. I it mean, is. now he's here and uh, yeah, it and is you full circle. It is yeah. full circle, and it's, it's funny, you know, and, and he says – you know, uh, I, won't, I don't want to tell anybody you're my father. I want to feel like I got to hear my own. And I was like, okay, all right, I get that. I said, but I got some pretty good friends around here that could probably help you out, you know, and some really nearly need something. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah, my dad's. <laughs> <laughs> was well, conveniently using that. You know, we're, we, when we have guests on, when we like uh, talking a little about your history, certainly years with the Phillies, but uh, you know what I remember? So you were drafted in 1993. Correct. Okay, 1993, and you were dra- – and I have a question here, but you were drafted uh, basically kind of as a closer, which, you know, um, 
and I don't know if that's how it was explained to you when you were drafted, but certainly in the media and up here in Philadelphia, right, and right. and it was like wow. And it, of course, we're in the middle of '93. Mitch Williams, you know, is uh, lighting it up, uh, but then he had a, a tough ending to that year, right. as you know. Um, and then of course, then it's well, what are we going to do with Mitch? And then we brought brought in Doug Jones. But I just remember the whole time, it's like oh no no, but we're good because we drafted this closer, you know, and he's going to be our guy. And what happened from there? <laughs> you, well, you were there. But here's my question. Here's my question. Was it hard? Because you don't hear that too often. Like a guy is drafted and all of, all of a sudden, like given the closer's role, you know, first year in, the, in, in minor league baseball. Was it hard? To, is that beneficial to kind of have that? Or, you know, I, I, I or never not? looked at it like that. Yeah. I just looked at those outs as being another three outs, and I was at the last one of the ball game. I, I think if you put that closer stigma on you, then you, it's, it seemed like more pressure. You know, look, just go throw strikes and get, get, get guys out. And after you do that, the game's over. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's a little – a lot make, – making it a lot more simpler. But, you're, you know? but your career through the minor leagues, I mean, you pretty much were the Correct. closer. Which Correct. Is, is Correct. that unusual? Isn't that unusual? I think – I would say it's fairly normal now. I guess uh-huh. – I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, 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 I always I, feel like you kind of – Guys grow kinda, into yeah, that Yeah, you kind of grow into it or yeah. you find somebody that, you know, that has, you know, that mentality. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a mentality, obviously. It is, it is a mentality. It is a mentality. You know, um, because it's a lot of pressure, and, you know, um, you could do the job uh, right ten times in a row, and then you have, you have a bad week, and you've lost your job, and, uh, and everybody hates you. you know, I mean, you know, so um, – but it is what it is. It comes with the territory, and, and I guess why, that's why closers are probably, you know, making, making more money than the, than the rest of the bullpen. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Well, you had to have that mentality because your, your uh, degree at Old Dominion University was – uh, in recreation and leisure studies. Thank you for bringing that up. Well, yeah. but That's I'm thinking, like, problem. if you're going to become the director of fun and games, that should have been my major, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Of recreation leisure, leisure studies. studies. That is, that is the next progression is director of fun and games. Correct. Right? Correct, it is. You know, I mean, I'm, on, I'm on the fast track. And I certainly cannot make fun of anybody for their major because my major was religious studies and a history minor. So... <laughs> Go okay. figure that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. probably has some classes together. Big guy was looking after me right there. Right. What is leisure studies? You learn, you, you, you learn, learn how pl- to plan a party. My wife said, "Man, you can plan a party." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she'll love that. Were there good parties those. at Old Dominion? Was that a party school? No, it was not a party school. Well, I'm not. Fun, I'm not directly at parties. That's that's just her way of making fun of what I do. But 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 I've actually uh, what I learned in college has kind of paid off for me. When I have to, you know, I have a, own a baseball academy and. When I have to plan programs, um, it, it all comes together. Uh, when I have to you know, do, do a variety of things, it all seems to come together for me. And it's, actually, it's pretty natural. Uh, yeah. you know, and I work with kids. Um, um, and then I kind of parlayed that into working with kids in the mental health field. Yeah. So it's kind of all you know, kind of ran together. And, and, and each, each business venture I go into, it kind of has, I've taken something from the previous situation. Now, you're also, right now, yeah. you're involved in, we're going to discuss this at yeah. a later time, but we might as well get right into it now. You told me yesterday that you're involved in creating a PAL league down in the Hampton area. I am. It's, it's just getting off the ground. It's, I'm like, like, like I'm in the processes of going to conferences and, and really early on stages. Um, but I, I, I do have that, those aspirations of creating the police athletic league and, 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 and kind of reuniting our community with the, with the police, which probably in this climate right now, more communities yeah. probably need to do. So um, we have a new police chief. It just took the job with, within the last 30 days. Um, he's all on board. Um, I, have, I actually meet with him next, for next Monday morning at 9 o'clock in his office, along with the city manager and a couple of city councilmen. So, so um, it's, 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 it's really political, but political uh, side of it is really on my side. I, I, our 
the community I live in is kind of kind of smaller, I guess, compared compared to this market. And um, I am really tight with the vast majority of them, and I've done a, a lot of good things in my community. So, so um, it's kind of it's kind of yeah. Now we've been doing a PAL game here for years, really? where we you know work with the police athletic league, and then they. Uh, bring down all the media and the media. You remember that as a player? Yeah, I was part media, of when I was a player, right? Because yeah. the media, the media would come down and and it would be your opportunity to watch from the bench and laugh at all the people right. that are writing mean things about you, right? Right, right, right. 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 <laughs> they wrote bad things about me. <laughs> no, no. They didn't write things about not you. me. Not Philadelphia. <laughs> all right, but let's go right in. If you don't mind, Tom, let's go into. Um, as Wayne knows, I, I, there's so, so many great stories uh, with you. I mean, literally, like I, there are a lot of them I can't tell on the on this podcast. But you got to wh- tell about the time I was the All Star MVP in, in Major League All. You, you, you don't remember that one? <laughs> I don't remember that one. You don't. Well, Tom, Something tells me all these stories are not going to have anything to do with baseball, Wayne. Well, you know, no, basically, this, this uh, one does this have podcast. Some, this is all does about that. this does have something to do with baseball because when he was uh, with the Reading Phillies, um, he what would happen is this, uh, Wayne was starting. Right, because he oftentimes he wasn't closer. He was starting at that time, and so after you started, right, the next game you would chart the pitches. You'd go what three or four right rows behind home plate, and you chart the pitches, and you really got to concentrate. You got to you know mark down the balls and strikes. You got someone probably overlooking you, and you got to make sure that you're you're gonna make sure you got all the details right. Well, uh, Wayne, why don't you take tell us what happened? Um, this happened to be Terry Francona's favorite story about Wayne Gomes. Uh, tell the tell the story, uh, and I know the story, so don't try to deviate from it. All right. But what happened when you were charting the game? Well, the night before, I had threw a no hitter. Uh, um, it was actually a twelve inning game. I, I threw sixty four pitches, in um, complete game no hitter. Is that the, true? No, it's no, not. I was going to say, twelve inning game, sixty four pitches. Wait, it was zero hits, six walks, and six balks. <laughs> was that what it was? No. All right. Just, all right. That's 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 kind of my. <laughs> made up version of the story. All right, so, like you said, um, the night be- night before I had started, and, and I was in the stands this night. And <clears throat> little caveat to the story is, our minor league coordinator was about two rows behind us. His, his name was Don Blassingen. We used to call him Blazer. Blazer would pop into town once, or I guess maybe at once a home stand or something to see the minor league prospects. So forth. And believe it or not, I was one of the prospects. And um, so the night before, I had a rough outing. I to, to all my line was four and two-thirds innings, six walks, six balks, and six strikeouts. Now, was that yeah. a picky umpire, or was it, or was it really six balks? It's probably closer to 11 or 12 balks. <laughs> <laughs> so a generous yeah. umpire. It probably, actually, it's probably generous. I, I don't, I mean, some, something wasn't registering that I need to stop. All right. You know, you know so, um, so, yeah, I had a, a line that was you probably just will never forget. Um, so during the game, you know, they, they really re- wanted to – Going back to being in the stands, they really want us to not to sign autographs during the game. Um, well, you got to concentrate. You concentrate, you know, and you sign one, and ten other people come down there, and they're trying to keep fans out of that part of the stadium, you know, because it was like front row VIP or whatever access. So, so don't come down here and ask for autographs. So the lady came down and asked for autograph, and I, I was fairly polite. I'm, I'm usually pretty good with people, and you know, being you know, saying oh, sorry or I can't do it right now, and I said, no, ma'am, I have to wait after the game or between innings. And so she walked away, and I guess she started thinking about how how sh- she could be turned away from autograph by somebody who sucked like that did. Oh, so so, no, she, so no. she made it pretty clear, like uh, oh. you know, I, I can't believe that you walked six had six walks last night. She's yelling this out, Tom. Can you believe she's that? yelling this out six to the balks, crowd? Um, that six strikeouts, six strikeouts, and you can't give me an autograph. And she's turning her back and turning around, making a big scene, yelling and you know, oh. big scene. And now at 
time, I'm kind of trying to make this whole thing go away. I'm not really paying her mind. And she has a ball in her hand, and she swings on me and hits me in the head with the baseball and you know, kind of punches me in the back of the head. Wow. Can you believe that? Holy right. smokes. So, yeah. So what yeah. happened next? Well, that's the end of the story, right? <laughs> you took her out? <laughs> no, yeah. that's, yeah. that's not what happened. Yeah. What happened next, Wayne? I think that's when I just walked away and said, God bless you. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. No, that's, not, that's not the story. That's not the story, no. Well, all right, well, the way the story goes is um, when I come – Kind of to my senses, and not and if she knocked me out, I can take a punch. <laughs> but, but when I turn around and realize what was happening, the first person I saw was Redding's mascot. I never thought I had to tell the story again, but which is the Rubbish Ranger? Which is a Rubbish Ranger? Now, can I can I explain what the Rubbish Rubbish Ranger is? They they get a Boy Scout. That's that's dressed in his Boy Scout. Did I you believe. Google the Rubber Stranger <laughs> no, over the I last 48 hours? Boy <laughs> Scout outfit, and he's got like a Lone Ranger mask on, yeah. and he picks up trash yeah. with his deputy, which is Deputy Debris, right? <laughs> Who's a Cub Scout wearing a Lone Ranger mask, and so they pick up trash. You gotta love Red. And r- the Rubbish Ranger and Deputy Debris happen to be standing right when Wayne wheeled around trying to see who just smacked him on the head, and who does he see? The Rubbish Ranger and the Deputy Debris with a guilty look on their face <laughs> and i kind of went after you no know, rubbish ranger and this little, little, little sidekick his batman and robin you took them both on i tried to take them both on right so so while i'm going after you know the rubbish ranger <laughs> it makes it funny with the name you know? <laughs> Maybe i should stop saying it but i have to tell the story when i see the rubbish ranger and deputy debris um deputy debris 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 yeah um, um <laughs> you know Blasting game is like, hey man, calm down. And the security is like, hey man, yeah. calm down. I'm really trying to give it to them guys. You know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get after them. You just punch me in the back. Hey. The, lady, the lady just snuck away. Yeah, uh. yeah I, I I never saw that lady again. Really? Ever? I don't know if she ever came back to the ballpark. I never. Well, I, I wouldn't be able to face her. I wouldn't even be able to figure out who she was. I mean, but did you think that? Did you think that the rubbish ranger was the one who hit you? I thought the rubbish ranger <laughs> hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when I turned around, it was the first person I saw. You yeah, know, if right. you get hit in the back of the head, right, you, right, you turn right. around, like, you know, right. the first person she you see. She must have been quick, right? She must have been, you right. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had, you know, you know, Rubbish Ranger and Deputy Dupree had that mask on, right. so they couldn't see. In the sky. <laughs> so I was like, oh, these guys, did it. they're just trying to show their faces. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Ed Wade got a phone call, yeah. right? He was our general manager. And the phone call, or... I guess it was a phone call or a text that said, uh, by the way, your first-round draft pick just got in a brawl oh. <laughs> in the middle of the game with the rubbish, with the rubbish ranger and deputy yeah. debris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And did you have to answer uh, Chuck Domino at the time? Was he up there? Chuck or, Domino uh, was uh, there, yeah, but, yeah. you know, I took no blame or fault for, for any of this. I, I did anything wrong. So, no, I didn't have to answer Chuck because, you know, I'm sure he saw it and you know, everybody oh. saw it. The rating had 8,000 fans there that night. You know, uh, so, um, um, but yeah, I didn't answer to Chuck, or, or I think the only person I really spoke to about it was Larry. Um, yeah. I might talk to Blazer, Don Blassingame about it, um, but it kind of went over a couple, couple days, a couple, three days later. Um, I'm not sure how it would have would have went down if it was the other way around, me hitting her. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, all right, so here's another <laughs> one I heard, which I didn't discuss with I didn't clear this with you yesterday, but because it was kind of a new story. Um, in Chicago, there's a tradition, I don't know if you know this, Tom, but for the rookies, mm. I guess the night before. Where'd you get this one from? They, <laughs> I can't this, tell my sources. Yeah, this is L.A. The, the <laughs> night before, they, there's, a, there's a general Phil Sheridan. Now, we have Phil Sheridan in our clubhouse, right? But it's not that Phil Sheridan. Yeah, he might be related, but there's magic. a general Phil Sheridan, a big statue. He's on a horse uh, outside Wrigley Field. 
and there's a there was a tradition where they'd make the rookies go out and paint part of the anatomy of of the horse, right? Uh, And so, but the the police were in on it, right? So the police, you know, they were all in on it. So the next day, the police would come into the to the locker room and basically uh, fake arrest the uh, rookies. So. What what happened, Wayne? When when you were told that you were supposed to be uh, well, you know. well, it was. I'm trying to think. It was. I think it might have been Scott Rowland. It might have been. I'm not sure. I know Tony Barron. It was Tony. Tony and Barron and I were the. They were going after Tony, and you know Tony was like, "No, nah, it wasn't me." But I had paint on my hands. Oh. <laughs> and they were like, "No." Oh. It's like when you rob a bank and the money uh, blows up, you get right. the powder on your hands. You know, like, you know, I was like, I was like, you know, was it was it you? I was like, it was like, I was like, no, no, no. You're, you know, like, you're you putting know, your hands in you know, your pockets. Like, and, and somebody found out. You know, I, I had still had paint on my hand. Right. You know, and the cop, you know, was like, "Let me see your hands." This big dude, dude. Yeah. He has cuffs out. You know, the oh. whole team is there, and it's just a bad look. And I'm like, "Let me see your hands." Like, <laughs> 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 you know, my hands. <laughs> you paint yeah. as a as a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and painting right before the game. I painted for every game. This is Don't in you? the clubhouse at Wrigley Field. Yeah. This is, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. that's crazy. So wait, yeah. how did you try to get out of the uh, your your punishment? I think, man, I think you know, since I had the paint on my hand, I think I said, I'm, I'm just, I'll take this one for the team, and I'll, I'll wear this. So I'm gonna right, go well, hold on, Tony I, I, uh, maybe your memory's not so great. All right, so. I heard, I heard you <laughs> you handed the Chicago policeman. Uh, an FOP get out of jail card from Scranton. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you? <laughs> he did. Did, did. You know what? That that it's just been a long time, but I think that's close, man. <laughs> that had that's to be from LA. I, I don't know who that came from. Who, I don't know who I told you that. Does one. a Scranton FOP get out of jail card work in, in Chicago? Chicago? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I didn't go to jail. So. Yeah, yeah, kept them out. <laughs> man, I can't. I, that does sound right, man. That does. Sound Sound right, and it does sound like me. You know, I would like anything, I could get out of you know, going to jail. Um, well, well, another one. Tom, Tom did the music for the Phillies, right? So, right before you, because you did it from ninety-one 91 to ninety-three. Yep. Yeah. Then I took over from that point on for a not couple years. Story, are you? What's that? Well, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but but to just Wayne gave, Wayne gave me a tape. He's going to be closer. Yeah. Wayne gave me a tape. Now this is again we would use. Yeah. I guess we were using Car- eight, eight tra- yeah cards, cards, which is basically eight track yeah. tapes or or cassette tapes. There's no yep. way I was here for eight track. I'm just saying you might. Have that <laughs> well, no, well, I know you, <laughs> you know, wouldn't. No, they look like eight track. It looked like eight track. Okay, all right. Let's clear that up right now. I was not that long ago. Wayne gave me eight track. You know, right before he gave me the reel to reel. Yeah, the reel to reel. So Wayne gives me a tape and he said, "Hey, John." Can you play this? Uh, or I guess you call me Snake. Hey, <laughs> Snake, can you play this? Uh, you know, when I come out come of the bullpen, right? Yeah, so sure. I'm like, sure, no problem, right? So <laughs> full trust. And then, you know, I said, I remember like in the seventh inning, I said, you know what? If Wayne comes in, let me just check to see what's maybe there's a good part of the song to cue it up, yeah. right? So I get my headsets on. I'm just, you know, the only, I'm the only one who can hear it. And I'm listening to the song. And the song, uh, let's just say there would be, uh, remember the uh, Tupac uh, albums where they'd have stickers on there that say explicit, yes. you know, explicit yes. language? Well, yes, there, there would have been a huge sticker on there. Did and, you know that, Wayne? Or you just weren't even thinking? I didn't think. Nah, you weren't you know, thinking. Maybe you're dealing with a 25-year-old, nah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who cares about his job? I'm going to keep mine. <laughs> I'm sure you probably, Tom, you yeah. probably played something G- that was well, like, might have gotten you in trouble. Only, you know, this is so, it was Jimmy Buffett's song. I played... Uh, uh, that one song that he has, why don't we all get drunk? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and that played, and, uh, and I didn't know it was out there. And I, yeah, I caught a little bit from that one. Like we can't play that. 
But yeah. but then it's gotten nowadays, John, oh, yeah. with lyrics. I mean, you got you got to check every song. Well, I know? played when I played Warren Zevon, Excitable Boy, and there's some bad lyrics yeah, in that yeah, one. Yeah. And I didn't realize. I'm thinking, oh, what a great song! I'll play that one. <laughs> right. And actually, no, I can I can hear the lyrics going I, out I through the crowd, and I like yeah, whoop, yeah, yeah. you know, pull down. Wait, wait, did you say? Is it true? Are you really a DJ? Oh yeah, I am. I have a spot on the radio every Friday night. Do you really? Red Ink Radio. Hmm. Every Friday night, nine o'clock. DJ sixty one. Now that's that? on like a, a local FM station. <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I got my gold teeth in my bag too. Nice. Yeah, what do you what do you wear when you go there? When you oh, so do, I, oh it's it's in the radio station or do you go somewhere? No, well, I do I do weddings and okay and parties. I did one Fourth of July. I'm doing two weddings. I'm doing this kid for the twins. I'm doing his wedding. Really nice. Um, in November. In fact, his wife texted me yesterday. Um, that. Yeah, so um yeah, I do DJ. So what so the song, do you remember the song that you gave him back uh no, back then? Not. No, no. no. <laughs> All right. What would it have been though in two, like in nineteen ninety five? No, uh, no, it was later than that. It was it was probably ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, you can't remember who that would have been, no, huh? I don't remember no. what it was. No. All right, I got another one, too. We just had on Kyle Kendrick. We'll talk about my DJing skills, but can we get back, no, we're, we're, back no, to No, we want to get back to more funny stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He call, John called everybody he knows to get dirt it on It sounds you, like no, it, because he's picking them up, man. Well, I didn't yeah. need it, yeah. because Wayne, I, I go back with this guy. So, yeah. all right, there's there's another one. Do you remember in second grade? <laughs> you no, but we just, we just had Kyle Kendrick on, and Kyle Kendrick uh, was was uh, a victim of a practical uh, joke where he got traded to Japan. Now, yes. that one was stolen from the time that Larry Anderson set up, I think he was the main perpetrator, right, that set you up for being traded to Japan? So I hear. Now, <laughs> what, <laughs> what I remember, right, it was down in the clubhouse, and they had, yeah, there yeah. was a, there was actually a guy who's, who was a Korean, um, I think he was a r- Korean writer, but for, the, for Sports Illustrated, of Korean descent, sorry, Sports Illustrated. So they, Larry Anderson convinced him to pretend he was Japanese and that, that, and that he was part of a film crew to talk about the Japanese league. And then it just so happened that Wayne got traded, traded to Japan. Yeah, yeah. So then, Wayne, why don't, you, why don't you take over and then I'll, I'll fill in what I know. So what were you going through when, when you found out, who told you you were, you were being traded to Japan? Bill Dancy. Who's, who was the manager? He's our manager. He was our manager. And, um, I mean, they, they let this ride for a long time, man. You know, they had a film crew in, and yeah. they had the guy who I thought was Japanese. He ended up being Korean. Right. You know, which is terrible. Um, that I've, I couldn't figure that out. Um, he told me I'd been j- going to Japan, and the whole team was, you know, hey, man, congratulating me. And and I tell me you, they told you it was going to be Nomo's team, too, right? Yeah, they told me it was Nomo's team. And, and then they go, like, hey, man, do you like sushi? And they, <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't like no sushi. And um, it's, it's. I mean, a million things must have gone through your head. Right? Yeah, I was like, man, they, they've given up on me. And I, I think I was doing okay. You know, I wasn't lighting the world up. And I was like, yeah, they gave up on me. He's like, no, no, this is going to be a good thing. Dancy was playing up, but that's going to be a good thing. And, you know, they just really played it up. Oh. And, and I guess, I mean, this went off like, 30 minutes, and the guy's like, hey, man, we're just messing with you. you know? Well, hold on. Before that, like, for Kyle Kendrick, everybody on the team knew. They were in on it, like everybody, yeah, right? Yeah. For this one, nobody was in on it except for L.A. LA and Bill, and Bill Dancy, Dancy, right? Yeah, They're yeah. the only two. That ever, but the players didn't <laughs> and know. And the Korean so, guy. And the, right, when the, and the media member. So how about the – how about one of your teammates? Oh, yeah, one of my players. One of Larry Mitchell. Larry I Mitchell. thought he was t- tearing up. He cried. Uh, yeah. He cried. Yeah. He said, he said yeah, yeah. right, didn't he want to give yeah. him his spikes? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was giving away stuff and, man, hey, man, take this with you. But and, he was crying. He's like, yeah. Wayne, take my spikes. He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> we actually played together in college. I mean, we, right. we played we – played, he, he went to James Madison. He's still in Virginia. He went to <sighs> – he was JMU, yeah, right. yeah. He's from Charlottesville, um, yeah. So, 
Man, you're bringing them up, man. You're, you're and wait, you call the crates tonight, and, aren't and you? And they had you on your on the phone with your mom, and you're trying to pronounce the name of the team, and you butchered it, and you're like, I don't know. I'm thinking my mom and dad were in on it because they were so nice. And went, oh, baby, it's gonna be gonna like but Japan. They, were, they weren't in <laughs> no. on it, and so here they think you're going to Japan. Oh, oh my baby, gosh. you're gonna be fine. <laughs> uh, L.A. must have been loving this. <laughs> yeah, I called my mama. I called my mama. Japan, what team? No most team, huh? Oh, baby, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> you're gonna. I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, so, so then you you obviously had your major league baseball career. You went giant. You did not after all that. Yeah. 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 After all that. Yeah. But, uh, but derailed but, it. But you also you ended up local here. Like your your um one of your last professional experience was with Canton River Sharks, right? And Correct. Kevin Jordan was on that team. Yeah, yeah. You had a bunch of guys in that team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. KJ Brian Hunter was Brian on the team. Hunter, right? Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a hoot. Well, right. when you were here too, Wayne, uh, it was the. Uh, Randy Wolf came up. You mm-hmm. you were already on the team, and then uh, it was the Wolf Pack, and then everybody had their own. He had Gomesy's 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 Gomesy's. I think they were three deep. <laughs> <laughs> A fan group of three. Yeah, yeah. It was at least at least three. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever meet those guys? I might have met them. I think uh-huh. Kevin Camasoli. Oh, of, Kevin did. Yeah, yeah he kind yeah. of spearheaded that group, you know, and kind of took off. It it, it blossomed to three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Padilla's flotilla. Yeah, right. Yeah, Wolf yeah. Pack. There wasn't much to cheer for. Burl's yeah. Girls. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't remember Burl's Girls, but I'm sure he yeah, had Burl's yeah. Girls. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, they probably came in high heels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, another guy who was on that team, and I guess maybe you spent some time with, was Ricky Patalco. He was yeah. coming off a couple mm-hmm. big years, yeah. and uh, and then you were kind of the, the next guy in line. Did it was. I mean, was he a maniac down there? Did he help you? Uh, did you learn anything from Ricky? Ricky, we were fine. We were, we were, yeah, we, were yeah. we were always good. I think we always had a good relationship. Um, no, I'm not sure. So I don't think he taught me anything. Nah, nothing. No, no, no. He's <laughs> he's not the kind of um, take you under the wing kind of guy. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah. wrong with that. I mean, there were several guys that are like, and there are yeah, the, yeah. they are the Larry Andersons and the Ben Riveras of the world. So it's yeah. not, it's nothing. It's just how you choose to do your business. Yeah. 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 And Tito was your manager. Correct. Right? And Tito must have been fun to play yeah. with, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, such yeah. a laid-back guy. Yeah, yeah, Tito, yeah. He's not that laid. He's not in your face. He's right. not Boa. Right. <laughs> you know, um, um, but uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't classify him as laid-back. You know, he, he has a standard, and um, he's, I would just call him a, a, a player's manager. He, he, he's easily, easily relatable, you know. Um, and – John, another guy, another teammate. Because you look up teammates, it's like, oh, you had a little bit of an overlap uh, uh, with uh, Dutch Darren Dalton. Really, yeah, and being yeah, a catcher, yeah. and now that, that's a yeah. guy who is going to impart his wisdom. Correct, right? Did correct, you did correct. you pick his yeah, brain? He was playing at all? right field. Yeah, yeah right he, field. He was playing right field for Absolutely. us. He was kind of on. He, you know, he was. Yes. He went to go get a ring with the Marlins. Yeah. Um. So um, it was just a. It was. It was a brief moment. I think it was yeah. probably because he got he went the trading deadline. and I might have got called up in June. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, he remember that, that trying to make Dutch a right fielder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but it worked. And when he again when he went to Florida, because I the story actually Darren told us at dinner. Not uh, I think it was like five years ago. Uh, he was saying that they brought him over for his leadership because at that time the yeah. Marlins they had you know their three. It was Bobby Bonilla, it was Jeff Conine, and it was Sheffield, mm-hmm. and those are three guys that were kind of tough, grizzled yeah. veterans, Rick right? Maria. But and right, but those three were kind of like the leaders, and uh, Leyland wanted to basically shake things up, yep. and so they basically he started for Sheffield the first time, first game he got traded, and Sheffield was not happy, got in Darren's face, and Darren, as you yeah, can imagine, take that. Darren just basically stared him down and talked him, and then next thing you know, he he at that point he commanded uh, the clubhouse, and I'll sure enough. That. Sure enough, they uh, they go ahead and win the World Series. Yep. Dutch, Dutch was he just had that quiet confidence. 
You know, yeah. he he didn't he wasn't always in in your face. Um, but, but when he when he spoke, you, you listen. You know, for some reason or another, you know, that that says a lot of people with, with a few words. You know, when you don't say much, and people respect you, um, like when you say do say something, they're like, okay, what's he got to say now? Because it right. must be important because he don't say much. <laughs> yeah, well, they said in Florida, he said, oh boy, and this was early on. He said, uh, if you guys want to win. Uh, you know, like follow, follow me. me, and uh, it was it was follow me, and it was in the trainers room, just like the 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 environment they set up here at the vet. You know, everybody was in the trainers room till the wee hours. He he developed that kind of atmosphere yeah. in Florida, and it 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 bonded them. I think yeah. people like that are born. I, I really do. You know, I think people like yeah. that are born. You know, there's there's some leaders that are created, but I think uh, I, I think Dutch just had that quality. Yep. They, that, that kind of gravi- gravitated. Gravi- so gravitated when you grew up in them. in uh, Hampton area, mm-hmm. Virginia. Uh, there's so many great athletes that come out of there, Allen Iverson and David Wright. And uh, you're not getting into your quiz, are you? No. In terms actually, of, no uh, well, no, I'm not going to ruin anything. Ru- ruin names. That's no, what I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Right. You, got two, you got two right in the ballpark. Ryan, Ryan Zimmerman. He's downstairs. Daniel Hudson's downstairs. I just talked to him an hour ago. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so so who do you – I know that Norfolk has a – uh, triple A, team of the, Water of the Mets. Mets, this yeah. is an easy one. This is my, so, this is my so territory here. Do you become a Mets fan or like? When you live I down can there? name the team, dude. Uh, the Mets. I can name them. Really? All right. Well, it was great having you <laughs> yeah, as a guest, right. Wayne. <laughs> We're kicking you out. You're still not a look, Mets fan. When, when, uh, when? No, no. This not. is the this is the Howard Johnson, Lenny Dykstra teams. Howard Johnson, Lenny Dykstra, uh, Ray Knight, Wally uh, Backman, um, oh. Wally Backman, Doc Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, uh, dude, Mookie, um, Mookie, Mookie uh, Wilson. Mookie Wilson, yeah. um, Keith Hernandez. Yep. I mean, we're, we're, we want to keep going? No, because I mean, we don't uh, like the Mets. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. Well, they're gone. No, 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 please, don't keep going. They won't be here next weekend. Right. <laughs> good. Well, good. All right. Uh, all right, Wayne, I don't know if you know this. You got to fire the But I do a man. quiz. Did I tell you this yesterday? This is, no. The only thing you drilled me on with yesterday was the, was the cliff notes of Rubber Stranger. Yeah. Um, you've done great so far, Joe. Uh, thanks, Wayne. So, um, I have eight questions, right? So we, we set a fairly low bar. You just got to get six out of eight. And well, don't say that. Are you a Fanatic fan? Um, you love the Fanatic. Of course you yeah, love the yeah, Fanatic. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like the Fanatic? All right. Tom, what are you going to get Wayne? I got him already the Jamie Foxx sunglasses. What are you getting Wayne if you get six out of eight? Uh, let's see. For Wayne, we'll get you, how about a kid's book? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not much pressure here. <laughs> a Philly Fanatic kids book. Okay. We'll, we'll get you. Yeah. We'll, and we'll get the Fanatic. We'll to send you a care package. I've got a nineteen and twenty year old, so that kid book, kids book, should come right in handy. There you go. All right, you ready? Multiple, it's multiple choice. Multiple choice. Right. So that's good. All right, you went to Phoebus High School, correct, mm-hmm. in Hampton, Virginia. I went to Phoebus. Yes, correct. Phoebus. One. Phoebus. Which of these celebrities <laughs> did not go to Phoebus? So I'm going to name four people. Right, you're not one of them. I'm going to name four people. One of them did not go to Phoebus High School, okay? That's you got to tell me which one. It's a layup. So I got Todd Boyd, Todd Boyd right, who was the uh, former quarterback at <laughs> Clemson, mm-hmm. right? You got Match Game 76 celebrity Gene Rayburn. You got uh, Margot Lee Shetterly, who was a nonfiction writer. Not sure what she wrote about. Oh, Joe, I can tell you. She and had you figures, have, man. Come on now. Come have, on. And you have former UVA running back Antoine That's Womack. That's Phoebus B, man. B. I don't know who that person is. Everybody uh, in Phoebus knows who they are. All right. And then or former U, UVA running back. Antoine Womack, who I used definitely to. a phantom. All right, so which which one wasn't? B. Yeah, B which is, is correct. Match Game seventy six. Gene Rayburn. I always throw somebody. You probably don't. You're too young to remember Match Game seventy six. Yeah. But I always throw people like Soupy Hidden Sales. Figures, man, was a great movie. Um, oh, she wrote that. She wrote it. Oh, Hidden yeah. Figures. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a great. She graduated. Movie. That was a great movie. She graduated in eighty five. She graduated in eighty six, and her brother Ben Lee graduated in eighty. 
eight. All he right. was our class president. Oh, how about that? All right, you well, are one for one. Yeah. All right, how about this Talk one? Talk Phoebus history all day, man. <laughs> all right, well, now we're going to go into Old Dominion history. So you went to Old Dominion University, as we mentioned. Which of these celebrities did not go to Old Dominion? Now, were they in my major? These people? No. They weren't? No. They weren't leisure majors? They might have been older, might have been younger. <laughs> they wore la- they, they leisure suits. But. <laughs> yeah, well, the first one definitely did. Uh, comedian uh. Rodney Dangerfield, basketball player Nancy Lieberman, pitcher Justin Verlander, and Ben Bailey, who's host of Cash Cab. Which one of those did not go to Old Dominion? Did Verlander go to Old Dominion? Rod, Rodney Dangerfield, Nancy Lieberman, Justin Verlander, or the host of Cash Cab, Ben Bailey? Verlander, Verlander. I've heard of that kid. Um, I'm going to go A. Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah. Hey, no respect. <laughs> yes, you got it. Correct. You're two for two. All right. What kind of book is this? Because I feel like I'm, 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 on, I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, he's on his way right here. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. We'll, your, we'll your, find one. Your first team in the minor leagues, and I always butcher one of these questions. This could be the one I butcher. I think your first team in the minor leagues was the Batavia Clippers That's right. in 1993. All right. Got it right? Hey, my second pro game, I got into a bench clearing brawl. Through the is that right? Oh, that's a great story. I'm surprised you even dug that one out of your Yeah, how'd yeah. that go down? Yeah, why don't we tell us right in the middle yeah, of the question? Yeah. Want to answer the rest of these six? No, I want to, no, I want to hear I'll this. I'll give you the multiple second, choice after you tell us the story. Second game. All right. Yeah, I was a little, thought I was a little tough guy coming out of college and didn't have the greatest control. Um, so one goes over his head, right? Well, he gives me this whole stare down. And that was completely by accident. I didn't even know this kid. Um, one goes over his head. He gives me a stare down like, no. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Well, that's what we're doing here. So the next one was by on purpose. You know, I, th- right. I, th- I threw the next one directly at him. And he charges me. <clears throat> and, and, I mean, he's, a, he's not the biggest guy in the world. Right. Um, so um, Did he uh, have the bat in his hand? He did not. He did okay. not. That would have changed it. Yeah, that would have changed it. So I met him halfway, and we're, we're, we're going. We're going. We're going, right? So um, it all ended. You know, both. I think I'm sure we both got ejected. And I, got, I think I got the best of them that day. Yeah, I mean, um, Your well, second game. My second game. All right. Um, fast forward, fast forward to about three years. I'm in Double A or Triple A. I think Double A. Right. This guy shows up in a cage. Right. He's he's on the other team. He's on the other team. Right. Um, and he he remembered me. But here's the here's the thing. What had happened to him about eight months prior to that? He he went on to a went into a drinking binge. Uh-oh. Okay. And couldn't remember. He went to a coma. Hmm. Couldn't remember anything, not his wife, but he remembered me. Hmm. Wow. He came back a better player. <laughs> okay. That. Came back a better player and remembered me. Like, didn't remember it. Didn't, I mean, he went to a coma for like eight months, came out and was like this stud player. Huh. And couldn't remember. I, don't, I can't believe you don't know that. It's I not don't your card. Know. No cards. No. And then did you throw at him again? No, we were. Ah, uh, right. no. no. <laughs> yeah, right. Where's, where's the story? Did you beat him? Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. He remembered me. Come on, that's the punchline. He remembered me. All right. So, of the Batavia Clippers in 1993, which of these guys was not a teammate? Okay, was not a teammate. All right. Kevin Sefcik, Tony Fiore, Silvio Sensali, or Bob Tonin? Bob Tonin. Yeah, Bob Tonin's our computer guy downstairs. Yeah, he's our IT. Yeah, he's our IT. Yeah, I remember playing with Bob. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, you're three for three, Wayne. You're on a roll. All right, your last season was with the Cameron River Sharks. We mentioned that in 2005. Which one of these guys was not a teammate? Okay. Stephen Drew, Kevin Jordan, Paul David Hewson, or Brian Hunter? Paul David Hewson. You know who that is? No. That's Bono. 
That's, oh. that's Bono's real name. So Bono is not your teammate. He didn't play oh. for Camden? No, he didn't play for Camden. All right. Market is down, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got four it. for I'm four. I'm keeping score. All right. All right. In five, in 1999, how many saves did you have? Did you have 19, 25, 12, or 15? 19, 25, 12, or 15? Yes. Um, well, as you, as you get away from the game, it is historically that you get better. Right. So I know the answer, but how many do I have it right already? Uh, you're four <laughs> yeah, for you're four. 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 I'm going to say 25. Yeah, yeah, well, you can waste one. Yeah. <laughs> you're wasting one on purpose? Yeah. Yep. You Why are you wasting one on purpose? Because I want to say 25. Yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> likes to think he had 25. <laughs> I'm four for five, and I'll take it. All right. Here, and my 25 saves. All right. You threw, threw yourself on the bus. <laughs> all right. In 2004, uh, you played winter ball in Venezuela for Leonis del Caracas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which one of these players? Leon, no, no, it was Caracas. Caracas, Leonis. It's the Leon. Uh, oh. Caracas Lions. Well, the way it's the way it's spelled, uh, at least on the internet, is Leonis del Caracas. So well, the internet's yeah, it's Bobby Abreu's team. All right. So I you tried, just so which tried. one of these players was not on that team? Bobby Abreu, Tomas Perez, Nicholas Reyes, or Marco Scudero? Scoot was there. Bobby was there. Um, um, so it's down to Tomas Perez or Nicholas Reyes. Tomas was there. So Nicholas Reyes. Yeah, uh, you are correct, and he's the lead singer of the Gypsy Kings. Okay, yeah, right. from the south of France. <laughs> so you got that. These going. questions get you tougher. I'm gonna have to Google them. I know. Well, now yeah. you've got yeah. two. Well, more, now all you got to do you is got get two one more out questions, two. and right. these these could be a little that, tougher. That, that, the last one was tricky because you actually threw kind of like a Spanish name in there. I did see yeah, that. So, uh, are, do you like the Gypsy Kings, by the way? Um, do you know who the Gypsy Kings are? Do they play on my team in Caracas. And do you like flamenco type? You know. Uh, all right. What is the fanatic's mom's name? Okay. What is the fanatic's mom's name? Is it all these are spelled with PH, by the way, right? Because the fanatic PH. Is it Fiona? Is it Francis? Is it Philomena? Or is it Phoebe? It's Philomena. <laughs> I would be in, not correct. Not Philomena. You're leaving yourself on a little high wire <laughs> yeah. because you went he went 25 saves. You said my bar is, what's the low bar here? Six out of eight. So you got to so get this get one this. right. Who got that? Who, who got the six out of eight? Uh, the well, Manny Trio. And you couldn't no, we've had, no, we, Manny. Manny, Manny did pretty well. Yeah, man, I, did well. I gave him a couple because I butchered him. So I, oh. if I butcher him, then I give it. Yeah, we've had a couple guys go eight for eight. Is this is this um is this going to backfire on me because I kind of gave one away? Well, maybe well, we're going to see. see right now. We'll see how well you know Japan, uh, right? The last one. So as I mentioned, you were almost traded to Japan, right? Mm-hmm. I got time uh, to Google this. What's mine? So <laughs> no Google, <laughs> no Google. Put the phone down. Tokyo is the largest city in the world. I don't know if you knew that, but Tokyo, right now the Olympics are going on. It's the largest city population-wise in the world. What is the population of Tokyo? This was estimated in 2020, okay? Is it 37.28 million? Is it 25.97 million? I'll even give you a lifeline here. 30.25 million or 21.67? So you have 37.28, 25.97, 30.25, 21.67. You can use Burgoyne as a lifeline. Oh. 37, 25, 30, or 21? You're on your own here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and he's picked up are the you, phone. Are you using Siri as a lifeline? <laughs> yeah, this is my lifeline. I'm using my extra Listen, <laughs> when I took the SAT, it was always, when in doubt, go with C. Well, C, C, C. Yeah, I don't know if that's smart. No? Yeah, no, yeah, I just, I'm, 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 the, the, the highest number was 37. I'm going to eliminate C, so it's either 37, 25, or 21. Million. Why is 25 ringing a bell? But I, I, I would go with the highest number, 37. Well, first of all, it's all you, he's Wayne, terrible huh? in geography. Don't even go anywhere <laughs> near the fanatic. Don't even I won't even tell several you. stories. Uh, what do you got? I'm just going to throw it out there. And 
What's my choice? 37.28. Uh, what did we? Uh, 25.97. We eliminated 30.25 or 21.67. 37, 25, or 21. What do you got? What's Google say? What is Google? It says 14. 14? It's not 14. All right. Yeah, it's a bad did, lifeline right did there. Did 6 million people die in yeah, uh, between now and 2020? Right. I'll, I'll give it to you, okay? Only because it's taking too long. But I'm giving you, it's 37.28 million people. And that's what people. I said. I said, yes. let's go with the highest one. The highest one. There you have it. No book for you, Wayne. Ooh. Yeah. You get a <laughs> pair of sunglasses out. <laughs> yeah, you got the sunglasses already. I call sunglasses. Oh, you know what? I didn't finish. It is, it is 38. Yeah. 37 million. Uh, there it is. Yeah. Actually, it's 37.393. Well, they grew. Well, so all those people. I, I should, that, should, that should be why. All those people at the Olympics just kind of raise it up a little yeah. bit. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, you did good. We'll get you the book. We'll get you the book. And uh, it's yeah. great to have you back, man. It's really good to see you. Thank you for having me. Happy. Uh, and now that your kid's here you. and your short drive away, we'll see you a lot here at the yeah. Phillies games. Yeah, man. He's yeah. on his way up. He's working his way up the ladder. You know, GM maybe. That's the, uh, oh, the last rung. My on son? The, yeah. You know what, man? I don't want to – I would never count him out, man. Nice. Because, you know, his first year of college was, wasn't the greatest. And, and I uh, – I was like, man, this kid's gonna never leave his house. <laughs> you know, he's gonna have his. He's gonna be thirty years old with his name on his orange juice. <laughs> and um, and he's really surprised me. Yeah, you know, good. Every year, he's just gotten more mature and just kind of figure out what works for him. And uh, he just surprised me, you know. And uh, you know, all, we all, my, my wife and I, we also have a nineteen-year-old daughter. But things have come a lot easier to her. She's just always been on time and always been just right on, right on point. You know, we've never had to check her grades. With Miles, it's been always academics has always been a little more of a struggle, but he's he's found his way, man. The, the kid is he's, he's you know we were we're driving around. He's like, man, I want to go to grad school here. All right, I'm thinking to myself, hey, hey let's slow your road, buddy. You know, let's let's get a let's get an <laughs> undergrad first. And he was like, you know, if I if I if I don't get in the pen, you know, I won't be able to you no know, get my PhD. And I'm like, PhD. Wow, he really is. So, you know, my wife's stars. got a doctorate. You know, my wife's yes. got a doctorate, and she got her yeah. postdoctorate from University of Penn, so she got some ties over there too. So. It takes boys a little longer, I think. Yeah. To, hey, look, I kept, I kept hearing yeah, yeah. that, and I was like, are you talking about six months or are you talking about 14 years? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Where, where are we a little longer? I, I, so he was right in the middle. Well, I think awesome. we need to hire awesome. Wayne at some point to a Phillies function to be the Phillies DJ for a day. Oh, for I, sure. That's, all that's what we should for do. That. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. We're going yeah, to talk, talk to some people yeah. in charge here. Diamond right, cuts don't have nothing on me. <laughs> you just, you just got to – heard diamond cuts, right? What's that? You ever heard diamond cuts? No. She's the local DJ. I she's don't. hot. She is smoked. She's good. She's good, huh? She's really, really. She's, I, 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 I kind of follow. Why are you telling about her? Oh. Because why wouldn't we hire her instead of you? Well, oh. you can't afford her. Listen, oh. we got John Joaquin <laughs> She'll be the right me. now. Uh, trust me, I'm not even close to half her John, John Joaquin is our uh, our DJ, you know, at the ball games, and he's killing it. So all right, it's all well, good. I think, but I think there could be an appearance by Wayne Gomes. Yeah, what's your, DJ, what's your DJ name? I told you. Oh, what is it? DJ 61. That was 61, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. All right. Red Ink Radio, 9 o'clock on Friday nights. All right. Tune in, folks. Red Ink, Red Ink Radio. You just download it, you know, on your, uh, um, on your, on your phone, and we, yeah. it'll be right there. All right. We're all over it. You have dial-up, internet, whatever you have, you know what I'm saying. Or you, got, you got a tape player or a cassette. <laughs> A-track. You know, A-track, a reel-to-reel. A reel-to-reel. <laughs> whatever you got. You know? One of those things you have to crank <laughs> manually. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, Wayne, thanks for being with us. Thanks, You're Wayne. Welcome. John, it's another, uh, been another fun rendition of Phillies Backstage, and yep. uh, we'll have to do it again. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we'll see you next time on Backstage with Burgoyne and Brage. Backstage with Burgoyne.